0: This is Brother Leroy with Carriers of the Covenant Ministry. And I want to thank you for taking out this opportunity to be with us. And I want to thank my partners and friends and loved ones who support our ministry. And then I'm going to ask you to, to touch bases with the media uh, that you are listening to us from or hearing us. Because it makes a difference. And we appreciate it. Let's pray. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name that your word is truth. And so, as I share your word, Father, I thank you for everyone who is seeking the truth in Jesus' name. Let's read Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. Verse 3. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. Verse 6. Now, Without faith, is impossible to please God, since the one who draws nearest to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. You know, over the years, a lot of people, especially young people, need even some older people. You know, I, I, I remember one person, and it was an older person, and they told me, you know, I, I just want to please God, but I don't know my purpose. Well, you know, the first way, the number one purpose, Jesus says, love me. And love people. And so. And then he says keep my commandments. Or keep my words. So in other words. You want to please God. Do his word. So in every circumstance or situation that you face. You want to please God. What does his word say? What does his word say about. I, here's a good one. The scripture in Ephesians tells us. To work. To work. Not the show before men, but the show before God. So in other words, when you work, the, the work that you do, it should be not because the boss is watching. You should work the same as if the, the same way when the boss is not there as when he is there. That, that that's something, isn't it? you going to, you're going to uh, work, Just like you would when the boss is there, just like when he's not there. In other words, you are going to be the most consistent worker that there is because you work the same all the time. Okay, let's go back to uh, Proverbs 4. And we left off at 22. Proverbs 14. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. You want to be healthy? Speak the word of God. You know, I, people kind of have a challenge when I share with this them, but I tell them, I say, I tell this, I say, your health is not based upon what you eat. Your health is based upon what you say. You say, I can't eat A, B, C because it affects my body in a negative way. Rather saying, I choose not to eat when someone asks you that, but that the scripture says you can eat any deadly thing. If you eat any deadly thing, it won't hurt you. So going from that, you have a right to say, not pray and ask God, but because he tells us, to s- sanctify food, so in other words, Father, in the name of Jesus, I say and sanctify this food. I bless this food. I say this food will be a blessing and strength to my body. You know, uh, in nineteen eighty-nine, we went to Haiti, and I—it I, was food was a it was a lot different than here in, in in America, but you know, I didn't have any challenges with anything I had because I I blessed it, I sanctified it, I was in the perfect will of God. Now, I'm not saying that, and I'll give you an example. Some years ago, for whatever reason, I'm not sure why, but uh, fish started, I started being allergic to fish. Now, I I admit fish is not one of my favorite foods, but the fact that, I know I should be able to eat fish. I, I remember I asked my wife, I said, what did you do this fish? She says, well, I haven't done anything to it. I said, well, I'll tell you. I said, okay. And she said, well, I'll tell you what. She started um, She started cooking the fish in different ways. And no, and no matter how many ways she cooked the fish, it still bothered me. Now, let me say this. I did not, it was not mandated. I mean, I didn't have to eat fish. And... Also, it was I did not have a reaction that would have caused me to die in essence, or, or, or to go unconscious. But it was still uncomfortable. It made my mouth itch. But but every so often we have fish. I pray over it. I eat it, and same reaction. And this went on for like maybe two years. But it came a time, it was like my wife said, "Why are you eating fish again?" And you didn't say nothing about it. I, what was it? I put my I kept sticking sanctified, and that, and so what my body. Overcame that, so, in other words, you can school yourself in sickness by the words that you speak, or you can school yourself in health by the words that you speak. So, and for example, I I know I I had a a relative, and this relative would be around his relative. It happened actually, the relative was a minister, and they would start talking about every negative thing you could imagine that people do. And and I would walk away. And a person said said to me, Why do you why did you just walk away from that? I said because I refuse to allow someone to speak that type of words around me because it's gonna get in my heart. I remember I've never I've never called my wife old except one time. And I remember I I used to have my I had a a friend and he worked on cars and he gave me a good price. And so I would go there. But normally when I went there, he wanted he always wanted he would kind of put me because He wanted he wanted to talk. So we'd be talking, talking. But also, it was always a bunch of guys there. And they were all most of them was calling their wives, old ladies and other things. And and I remember I come back from that one Saturday, uh, having my car worked on. And I said, hey, old lady, how you doing? And I was like, my inner man caught that. And I, and I said, you know, I'm not going there anymore because I did not want to. You know, it's one thing when you have to. Some believers think they can come out of the world. But how are you going to witness to the world? How are you going to show them love of God? How are you going to pray for them? How are you going to let them have, have, miracles, do, have a miracle performed in their life if you run from them? Yes, we are in the world. But remember, Hebrews says, don't allow the world uh, to conform you to them. So, so we, we're in the world, but, we, we, but the scripture says you guard your heart. So in other words, when they're saying, they're talking about every, the economy, the politicians, and all those things, and the world going to hell in a handbasket, I don't get in agreement with those. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it is the source of life. Don't let your mouth speak dishonestly, and don't let your lips talk dishonestly. Deceit. So, in other words, we are supposed to talk what agrees with the word. Actually, the scripture says. Uh, the scripture says it tells us things like, uh, "Pray without ceasing." Of course, we know you can't. Can't. It says, "I'm a salesman. I can't be talking John three sixteen while I'm talking. I'm trying to sell a sell a car." So, so, But but anyway, I can be thinking it But see, the scripture says Guard my heart So how do you guard your heart? You guard your heart by what comes in Remember, we talked about uh, in Matthew That the man planted the seed Which the seed represents the word of God And it says in the ground The ground represents the heart And then it says the man went to bed And got up In other words, the man carried out his normal life and in carrying out his normal life, the seed had an opportunity to grow. And so, uh, let's turn to Hebrews 13, 6. But see, uh, the Bible tells us that we're to grow. The Bible teaches we are to grow. But... Remember, we talked about plant uh, apple seed if you uh, it was was a seed if you plant a seed how that seed If it has the right soil the right conditions that that will use term apple seed that apple seed would produce an apple But think about this If you took an apple seed and you put gasoline on the apple seed that apple seed may grow but it's not going to grow like it would. And most likely, if you put enough gas on the apple seed, it would die. Note, let's let's read uh, Hebrews 13, 6. Hebrews 13, 6. Therefore, we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Now, when you connect that to... God in your heart and keeping it before you, what, what, what how this comes together with faith is what you're doing is you are saying that what God has said concerning you. So, in other words, we're talking 1 Peter 2 24. By your stripes, by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. So, when the world says you will Have this because of your age, you have to say, guard your heart, and say to the I mean, you say no to yourself. One of the the main ways to be a strong believer is to meditate and speak the word to yourself. Here's here's here, also, notice. The scripture says faith, because I find this many times, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when you talk to people, they say, oh, I read the word to myself. The scripture does not say mental hearing the word causes faith to come. So to get, and I'm not saying don't read the word silently, but the main way you will get the most out of the Word of God is to read it out loud where you can hear. Uh, here's something in, in years gone past I've used to do. I used to put the uh, the Bible on tape, and I would get my Bible and we'll say Hebrews. I would start reading the actually Ephesians is my favorite book you should wear the book of Ephesians out because the book of Ephesians was written to a spirit-filled, tongue-talking church. And I will read right along. For example, like I, for example I'm, I'm a uh, reading Hebrews 13, 6. I will read it. I will hear it. And I will read right along. Therefore, we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Now, here is another truth or aid that will help you. I'm going to read this the way I learned, to, the way that I read scripture today. I'm going to read it first how it says it here. Hebrews 13, 6. Therefore, we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? And I, some people's, you know, I don't believe, believe in. I'm not saying this is the truth, and I'm not splitting hairs. But you, you know, when, if you if you know anything about guns, uh, and and the scope, you you scope in to where the crosshairs is on what you want to hit. So in other words, or if you shoot and you shoot a target, you want to be in the center of that bullseye. This, the truths that I share with you, even something as small as I'm about to share with you, will help you be on the bullseye more receiving from God and growing your faith. Now, this is how I read this. Therefore, Leroy may boldly say, The Lord is Leroy's helper. Leroy will not be afraid. What can man do to Leroy? But see, what you for this word to be all that God wants this word to be to you you must make it your word. Hear me again. You must make this word your word. So this is not, this this is not this was written by Paul, but this is my word. So when I read it, the apostle Paul is speaking to me personally. And so because it's something happens when you make anything yours well we're out of time never forget that god loves you is for you make this word yours be blessed this is brother Leroy saying until next time